If I were to think of a TikToker, that would be a serial killer. Oh, I have a list of names. Trixie Mattel could be a serial killer. She's more of a YouTuber, millennial. Yeah, millennial. If one drag race girl is going to be a serial killer. Um, I always thought it would be Katya. She's a victim. <laughs> right. Right. I got a podcast. Add to the, add to the, no, no, no. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Literally Screaming. Ah, everybody in the stands are taking off their clothes. No, guys, please don't do that. We don't want to see your naughty body parts, or maybe we do. Well, everyone, hey, it's Bensois. I'm back. And today I have a very, very special guest, the one, the only, Bob the Drag Queen. However, although I don't want to keep Bob waiting, I'm going to react to something very special today. I'm about to read about it and get back to you. Let's get kicking. Bensois reacts. So today's topic is Taylor Swift boosting the U.S. economy. Oh, I love it. Okay. So we all know how powerful T-Swift is. That's my girl. But she's transcending to a new level as the Eras Tour helps boost the U.S. economy and what people are calling the Swift effect. That is insane. Imagine being so famous that you can boost the economy. Didn't Taylor also, a little sidetrack, didn't Taylor um, make it so the price of eggs went down? Like someone said T-Swift fans can make the price of eggs go down, and they did. Just saying. So, according to CBS News, the Federal Reserve announced that when Taylor Swift performed in Philadelphia in May, the city saw the strongest month for hotel revenue since pre-pandemic. Chicago's tourism board said that in June, the city set a record for most occupied hotel rooms thanks to Taylor's three sold-out nights. Over 44,000 hotel rooms were occupied each night with over $39 million in revenue. $39 million? Holy shit! Oh my god, what I would give to be Taylor so actually I don't think I would ever want to be that famous maybe I would but I feel like if I had that much money there like I'd have a problem I'd have a, I'd have a spending problem um more than 1.1 million tickets have been sold at an average price of 253 dollars holy shit that's money the biggest controversy around the Eras Tour has been the Ticketmaster fiasco, where fans went on Ticketmaster on November 22nd, 2022, to purchase Eras Tour tickets, and the site crashed in an hour. A lot <laughs> okay, a lot of scalpers bought tickets and posted them on resale for huge prices. Swifties filed lawsuits against the company, and Taylor Swift herself said she was pissed off and called the situation excruciating. Hold, I thought we were going to talk about the earthquake that happened. Didn't Taylor Swift in her show in, I think it was like Washington or Oregon, people were jumping that there was actually like, what is it called? When um, the ground shakes, they said that there was like, oh, yeah, it says her Seattle concert generated seismic activity. Right. I That's what I thought we were going to be talking about, the seismic activity that happened in Seattle. But no, we're talking about the first of all, Ticketmaster, I don't. I don't really go to concerts that frequently, so I don't really know what I can contribute to this other than, holy shit, if anyone's going to do it, it's T-Swift. Like, I think we've made that very, very clear. I'm just happy I did not see Taylor Swift's name and Lana Del Rey's post because the way things are going currently, I don't know if you guys remember, but Lana Del Rey posted that really long, like, written note about, like, 
Kalani, Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Lizzo, and now all of them, one by one, mysteriously, are having shit happening to them within the media. Like, Ariana Grande cheating on her husband. Um... <laughs> Cardi B throwing a mic at a fan. Lizzo now having a lawsuit. Um, Kehlani breaking her ankle at a Beyonce concert. Like, there's so much happening right now that I, honestly, aside from the whole Taylor Swift thing, we have aliens, like aliens are apparently coming up out of the blue and we're having conferences about that shit. My whole philosophy right now is just get it over with. If the world is ending and like shit is going down, get it over with. Because in my brain, it's either... The world ends and everyone dies or I have to pay taxes. Either way, it's a lose-lose situation and I'm willing to take the latter, so. Hey everyone, it's Spencewa here with a quick word from our sponsors today at EOS. Hot summer days spent baking in the sun by the pool can leave you thirsty for more than just water. But that's where EOS Flavor Lab comes in. Say goodbye to dry, cracked lips with their new Sunset Sips collection. A lineup of seriously sippable lip balms and lip butters that will leave you hydrated and refreshed all day long. No straw required. And don't even get me started on the lip balm flavors on this collection. Wild Cherry Slushy, Pink Lemonade, Vanilla Frappe, Melon Mai Tai, Guava Berry Punch, and Island Coconut are all so delicious, I wish I could drink them. With soothing shea butter, weightless coconut oil, and protective antioxidants packed into each balm, I feel like I'm taking my lips to the spa every time I put EOS on. You really can't get more luxury than that. Pick up your favorite flavor combos at Walmart, Target, Amazon, Ulta, or at evolutionofsmooth.com. Treat yourself. You deserve it. Now, back to the show. We have Bob the Drag Queen today. And now that I was able to get that off my chest, let me give them a little intro. You know her as one of the most legendary queens to ever grace the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. She's also an actor, a comedian, an activist, a musician, and co-host of the podcast Sibling Rivalry with Monet Exchange. Now, everybody, welcome to the stage. The one, the only, Bob the Drag Queen. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I feel like I should comment on your the, the, the things you mentioned before. No, please do. What it, are your thoughts? Well, I just find it kind of funny that, that Taylor's like, this is really hard. <laughs> Having, this is, this is excruciating. Is that the actual word she used? She excruciating? Said, she said she was pissed off and called the situation excruciating. excruciating. And there's someone out there who's like in like some deep, deep physical pain. And, and, and like someone just like has like broke their leg or like both their arms both their arms and they're like you know what now that you mention it this does feel almost exactly like having your tour completely sell out within an hour and then having <laughs> uh you know people try to resell your tickets online this is i would i would you know honestly it's apples to apples my whole thing is like don't get me wrong love you t swift um but the way she described the entire situation i understand like pissed off is a word but like excruciating excruciating like that just first of all girl you didn't buy the tickets well, like that, well, a little out of touch there you, you know um do you, i don't know you years ago lady gaga tweeted out fame is a prison and then someone retweeted and said i hear you mama but prison is prison <laughs> <laughs> like i hear you but prison is prison, prison is prison yeah. yeah speaking of okay do you know 
Aside from the whole T-Swift situation, have you been keeping up with what's going on in Congress right now with the whole UPA or UAPs? And Yeah, yeah, I have actually been. Uh, I mean, not clo- not super, super closely, but, um, you know, AOC posted an Instagram story about it recently that was actually really quite telling um, and really informative to have someone like talk about it from 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 the perspective of someone who's in, in Congress, the hearings. Yeah. And um I don't it's really interesting, you know. So a, U, a UAP is also a UFO. Yeah. Um, also but they but they've turned to um anomaly instead of aeronautics because uh they're it covers land and sea. Yeah. I mean sky and sea. Mm-hmm. So you know and everything in between. That's just that's just unidentified, you know. Yeah. Anything from the Batmobile to, you know, a, a PT cruiser that anyone yeah. hasn't seen in years. Like, what is that a PT cruiser? Um, and I feel like uh the I I feel like honestly, we're all doing pretty like we're handling the idea of aliens pretty well. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I am intrigued by like these like people who are like, they're so ready to accept aliens, but they're like, but trans isn't real. That's I literally They're like, oh no, there's aliens, but trans is made up. I'm like, all right, I feel like there's a disconnect here, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like you, uh, we're talking about like extraterrestrial intelligent life forms. We're being told that we are no longer the only intelligent species in the universe and you're you're more open to aliens existing rather than the rights of trans individuals and women's bodily autonomy which is to be fair when they're like, if, if 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 aliens do come to earth looking for intelligent life form and they land in florida they're like there's none here <laughs> <laughs> let's just go we're good no there's nothing i really hope that's here. not the first place they decide to land we found a ronda <laughs> someone named ronda Sa- ronda santis <laughs> It doesn't look like a Rondo. <laughs> but also, why do aliens only come to America? Why has no one in Melbourne, Australia, like, crikey, mate, has seen an alien? I think You will but, never believe this, but I saw aircraft floating right above Melbourne. No one says that. But here's the thing. I, I've been recently reading more about how, like, people in Russia, I feel like it's not that it doesn't occur in other countries. It's just, like, as citizens of a certain country, you are more as cons- an American, as an American, citizen, as an American, I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like in any country, like if I was in the UK right now, or if I lived in the, I do live in the U S but if I found out that something what was going, if, imagine if you lived in the U S of all places, of all places, it's unfortunately we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just th- like, if I saw something on the news about an, UAP and the UK, I'd be like, okay, I don't give a shit. But whereas it's like, oh, UAP in Sacramento, California, I'm like, oh. Well, Sacramento's close, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like people are more concerned with like, if there are aliens, if they're coming to them or like other people around the world. You know, you might be onto something there. You might be onto something, but I think it's because the government's like, no, no, we saw them. Like, it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, uh, Bubba, was like, I think I done seen a UFO floating <laughs> above my house. But when a congressperson is like, no, there's an alien. We're like, ah, if the prime minister of the UK was like, no, for real, y'all, we saw some aliens. I feel like the world would be at least like perk up. Yeah. You know what I mean, I just, yeah, I don't my, just get it over with. That's my whole thing. It's like if if these UAPs and aliens are real and they're visiting, just show yourselves. We don't give a shit. They're also so shy. They're so shy. They're I like, know. They're like, don't look. That's my that's my oh problem God. too. Because it's like you're gonna say that you're exchanging information with these extraterrestrials, or like you've reverse engineered their um, 
UAPs or these unidentified aerial phenomena and you've reversed engineered them and this sound the third. Okay, well, like, where are they? Here's an idea I thought about. You know, if the uh, bio, what do they call it? Bio, uh, biomatter, like they were like, uh, they didn't say biomatter, they're like a non-human biomatter or whatever, like okay. matter Yeah, uh, made it. So the thing is like, the, the the nearest inhabitable like um galaxy not in, inhabitable the nearest galaxy is actually not Andromeda it's like a, a little mini galaxy and it's twenty five thousand light years away which is the time like that's how long it takes light to travel twenty five thousand years which is very very far I mean light can, light can get around the entire Earth in like seven seconds from like Atlanta around the world back to Atlanta in seven seconds so twenty five thousand years it goes so far so if they did. If, for example, by any chance, millions of years ago, something was put into some sort of a spacecraft and launched into space toward Earth, maybe what it was in it would have just died. And then by the time it landed here, it's just a dead thing. That is a, that's a, that is a possibility. Then there's also the fourth dimension. Do you know what the fourth dimension? I have heard about like when people trip on DMT a vast amount of individuals also dmt is that another so dmt what are all the drugs alphabets so when you sleep your brain releases dmt like naturally all humans everybody has is that is that a new streaming service we're on i'm, I'm with the union i'm union strong <laughs> no i'm not supporting dmt or or, or hbo or, or any any uh <laughs> you're like screw dmt screw hbo screw hbo max disney plus paramount plus netflix dmt plus qvc elemental p okay PCP. qvc sometimes eats my mom loves qvc that's true, that's true. no but dmt is it's is like is it like dopamine what is dmt it's it's DMT, I can't like describe it chemically. All I know is that when you sleep, oh, is that the kind of you that's like no, that's that's um that's E that's EDM, babe. You're like yes, DMT. At night, my brain just releases EDM whenever I sleep. So it's like, is it a drug? DMT? You can take it as a drug, and a vast amount of people. It's it only lasts five minutes, but it feels like that's you're a, tripping that's for a hours. Nice trip. Five minutes, because people are on shrooms for hours is too much. Yeah, but those five minutes people describe as like feeling like hours long. And then when you like, it's they call it like the breakthrough. And essentially, in this breakthrough, a lot of people are greeted by these like extraterrestrials that are larger than them, um, and they're like given information, yada yada, whatever. But DMT and like I have so much like even the what is it the Montauk project like there's so much like I don't know what that is it's basically what Stranger Things is based off of like kids would be taken out of school and do you know what um what is it it's called oh my goodness it's like what if I were to sit here and someone were give to give me coordinates yeah I could describe what the area looked like is that, is that like a like a? It's like a psychic thing. Interesting. And there was a lady in Australia who has perfect recall of every moment in her life. Like the way her the way her brain works. Someone's like August fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Oh, that was the day that um, Smooth Criminal was released." And I remember Michael Jackson was promoting it, and he was wearing 
like this shirt that had these uh, like silver little thing on the shoulder, and someone look it up and it'll and it'll, it'll be, be exact. Yes, isn't that wild? That's crazy. Well, I don't know what I had. For I breakfast. could not remember any. I literally this morning when I was parking my car, Amanda was like, "Oh, like who let you take their spot?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then Amanda was like, "What car were they driving?" I was like, "I I don't know." Literally nothing. Like I don't recall anything. And this one was like, "Yeah, I remember the actually I believe the four the nine hundred and seventy six word in the book Wizard of Oz." Is tree. Wait, you know that? No, that's just how she, how would, she be. would be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. Wait, you were talking about the fourth dimension, and then I talked about the Montauk project. Explain the fourth dimension. Okay, so the so the fourth dimension, I'm I'm not a uh, I don't take this with a grain of salt, by the way. But you know, one dimension is basically something like the dimension is left to right. So you can go this way, you can go this way, you can go this way. Yeah. And that's all that exists. So if you're in a one-dimensional world, you can't look up and you can't look down. You yeah. can only look straight and you can look back. Those are the only ways you can look. But you can't even turn your head to look that way. Now, two-dimensional is when you see something that's like a picture, a drawing. It has up, down, left, right, and then a couple of diagonals as well. Yeah. We live in the third dimension, right? So we have up, down, left, right. We we can look all around because the way that two-dimensional where you can look up, down, left right then a couple of diagonals but then when you tilt that and it becomes a sphere that's when you're in the third dimension where we exist and things in the second dimension can't see us but we can see them does that make sense yes so So you can watch something that is two-dimensional and and you can see it but it can't see you because it can't perceive what a third dimension would look like and there is a fourth dimension we don't know if there's anything there but there is a fourth dimension that we can't even perceive so if we can't perceive it, they can perceive us. They though. can perceive us. And they could be literally right here above us, below us. They could move through time and space very fast. They could go from Maine to, you know, to Kenya in a matter of seconds, just like you can walk, just like you can, you know, move your finger on a map. Yeah. Because they're observing us. If there is something in the fourth dimension, it can observe us, but we can't observe it. And it could be right there. And there's a theory that this could be what some of this alien matter is. That's what people say when they take DMT. It's like they're getting a view of the fourth dimension because they see a whole bunch of like abstract shapes and things that they've never seen before. And then like they see these like extraterrestrials. And a lot of the people who take DMT describe it the same way. But you heard of a tesseract? A tesseract? Yeah. So Uh, yeah, a tesseract is like a bunch of cubes together, mm -hmm. but you can't really draw a tesseract because it can't exist in the third dimension, which is where we are. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I feel like it's really not crazy, but it's very bizarre that we're able to like visualize what a tesseract is. Like I know people like I can you've seen it before, right? The, yeah, kind of. You see what it should look should like, look like, but, but it's you can't actually like, see it because you can't actually perceive pers- it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? It is wild. Oh, I wanted to tell you about the Montauk Project. Sorry. Basically, these kids were being taken from school. They thought it was like an extracurricular thing. In Montauk, I'm assuming. Um, yes. Yeah. And like, no, it was actually. Oh, in- it's called remote viewing. Okay. It's called remote viewing. So that it would be like, I'm sitting here. The way that a lot of these kids described it is like, they would be taken to the library and then they would have like these eye drops placed in their eyes and it was fast acting LSD. That's is what this they, a real thing? Mm-hmm. And these kids, it, look, who took them? The government. And it, it was shut down. It was shut down for good reason because what? like these kids were like actually describing they were trying to f- do remote viewing and like people in other countries. And if you look online, there are a whole bunch of like CIA classified documents that you can. I think this was in like, oh my God, what year? Maybe like 70s, 80s. This is I'm listening. Keep talking. This is called like remote viewing and it was called the Montauk Project. And in Montauk, a whole bunch of like weird ass 
like animals were washing up on shore and people were saying that they felt like they had crossed another dimension or like a dimension had opened. And that's where Stranger Things comes into play because that's literally what Stranger Things is about. It's about all these kids who were kidnapped and they were tested on for like uh, psychic experiments and then a dimension was opened up by one of them and then all this crazy shit starts coming through. I, mean, I lived in, North, in New York City for 12 years. I was like, I feel like I would have heard about the Montauk. But it's, it's not confirmed. It's like a theory. It's oh, no, it's real. Like, if you look it up online, look up the Montauk Project. And, like, there are a whole bunch of kids that are now full-on adults who have come forward and explained what it was like. And they've been like, well, we weren't like... It was crazy. I could never. If I was told, first of all, I don't care how old you are. My mom always taught me growing up, stranger danger. And if you were a man in a suit and tie and you walked up to me and said, we're going to go to the library, I would say, you're weird. Well, my mom used to always say, my mom used to always say this. It was it was like her go-to. She'd go, like if she had left the house and had to leave me and my brother alone, she goes, don't answer that door for anyone. anybody. I don't care if, she would always, there were two names she'd always say. She'd go, I don't care if Bill Clinton himself knocks on this door. <laughs> she would always say that. Or she'd go, I don't care if Jesus Christ knocks on this door. You tell Jesus, wait till my mom gets home. <laughs> Have you ever almost been kidnapped? Have I ever almost been kidnapped? Yeah, actually, yeah. One time, um, one time, my school bus was kid was was stolen with all the kids on it, and we were on the bus, and we were just like kind of off the beaten path. I'm like, oh, it's getting a little weird. <laughs> but then we got back on the right path, and then at the first stop, we had a substitute school bus driver. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, at this one stop, the actual bus driver was there, and he got on and physically like got into a fight with this man who was driving the bus. And then, like, they got into a tussle, and he threw him off the bus. And then our bus driver got back on and just drove us and continued the route. That's wild. Yeah, it was in Phoenix, in Phoenix City, Alabama. We were, we, I think, we were gonna get mopped. What's get what? Mopped, stolen, taken, oh, kidnapped. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been. Well, there was like one time, but my mom stopped that real quick. What, what happened? Like, how? Um, so when I was really little, my mom and like we lived in this apartment, and it was right above this really cool it was like a seamstress place um and my mom used to watch me from the window while I take out the trash like my mom was like teaching me how to do chores and I must have been in like the first grade and we had this big ass paved driveway and I walk up to take out the trash it was like a little bag and this car goes this way and blocks off my mom's view of me because it was like a big driveway. So imagine I'm at the sidewalk here. The car swooped around this way and blocks me off. And I just remember two seconds later, my mom busting down that door, um, the front door that is like she sprinted to come and get me. Um, she ends up picking me up and this guy was asking me for directions. He was asking me if I could help him find his way to um, like this school and then kept asking me if I could point it to him on a map. And I am not even joking. That week, I was I in first grade or kindergarten? It was one of the two because I remember I was sat down in a classroom and we were learning about um, stranger danger. Whereas like people will come up to you and be like, do you want candy? Or like they'll ask you for directions. And I just remember being like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to help you. And then my mom literally coming and swooping my ass up and she was like, she literally screamed at the man, too. She was like, why are you asking a child for directions? He was like, I, I got these eye drops with LSD. I want to give <laughs> He's like, He's like, I want to take them to the library. To take them to the Have you heard of remote viewing? To the fourth dimension. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. I, I, I've had like a, I've had a few um, 
otherworldly experiences in my life. Ooh, which is tell funny, me. I don't, I don't really believe in um, an afterlife, but I've had a few moments that were like a little bit afterlifey. Where when I was a kid, I remember. You ever, you ever get sleep paralysis? Yeah. Yes. If you don't experience sleep paralysis, you're so lucky. Sleep paralysis is is the is the most terrifying thing. You will, like imagine if you're in your bed and you can't move a single part of your body and you are as anxious as you have ever felt. Mm-hmm. You can literally only move your eyes. All you can do is open your eyes and move them around. You can't even wiggle your toes. So I was having sleep paralysis, which I used to have all the time, and then this angel came out of my came out of the ceiling. And it looked just like there was one thing I made up because it looked just like an angel that I saw in in my um these these um these Bible stories I used to get on, on VHS. Yeah, it looked literally just like that angel, and and he came out of the ceiling, and I tried to scream, but I couldn't scream, I couldn't even move. And then he goes, "Don't go to Mississippi this summer. Your grandmother will die." And then he just sucked back up into the ceiling, and then he disappeared. And then I screamed. I just just I just started screaming so loud that my mom heard me on the other side of the apartment complex. She was doing laundry, and then she ran down and she's like, "What?" I was like crying. I was like, "We can't go to Mississippi this summer. Grandma's gonna die. We cannot go. Grandma's gonna die." And my mom was like, "You didn't. Whatever you saw, you saw. You, you there's no way you could have seen that because that's not that's not a thing." But did Grandma die? In she Mississippi? died that summer in Mississippi. In Mississippi, well, that's where she lived. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but we went to Mississippi. But we went to Mississippi every summer. And she was young. She was 54. That's crazy. That's pretty young, yeah. And you don't believe in an I see, like I believe I don't okay. I don't believe in like a heaven where it's like up in the clouds. I definitely believe that there's something after death. What that is, who the hell knows? Um I hope not. Really? I don't wanna do stuff after I'm dead. I just want it to be like peaceful, calm at peace. Like I like don't have to worry about anything. You know what's peace? Nothing. Not exist just like not like I don't want to be here, but I don't want to keep doing any version of this for eternity. But- for eternity. Like someone's like, I bet they're looking down on us. And I'm like, imagine if you were alive in like the year 400 and you and you, then you die and then you get to look down on your children. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm watching my children. And maybe even your grandkids. You're like, oh, yeah. But then after that, after like a couple of generations, you don't know these mother. Now you're just watching strangers. Now you're just walking around in the fourth dimension, looking at absolute strangers doing their thing. You don't know anyone. It's just flipping through the channels, looking at shit that is completely, you can't even fast forward. You can't even, what if you're assigned to Spencer and Spencer's just not doing anything today, just sitting at home, jerking off and, 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 um, and scrolling through TikTok. And now I have to watch this for eternity <laughs> and then what about when the sun explodes and, dev- and envelops the earth and then because you know it takes a long time for a universe to form so then what about after it's because it's, it's, it will go on forever and ever then once the sun explodes and then envelops the earth and everything's gone and we're back in complete darkness you have to wait another like couple of billions of years just for a single cell organism to exist no <laughs> i'm not interested when i die i want to just be dead I want it I want it to be exactly like it was before I was born. Void. Nothing. I don't want to have to think about doing I'm not going to look after my nieces or my nephews. I'm not going to look after anyone. I'm not going to spend my eternity being benevolent to people who don't even know I'm, I'm ex- I exist. But like what happens if you don't have to do that? Like what if you can just like you're chilling up in heaven with a mark in your hand? I'll like, get bored. Really? I'm just like, "Oh, you ever get bored?" I'm like, "I am I am bored." Like uh, but people are like, but it's different. There's no concept of boredom. And it's like, well, I don't have a concept of, of not having a concept. Yeah. 
what what was but I just think about how it was for me in the year 1913. It was nothing. It was peaceful. I wasn't there. I didn't exist. I had literally no worries because I didn't have thoughts. I didn't even, I wasn't even a twin. My mother wasn't even born. My grandmother wasn't even born. We were just existing in nothingness by not existing at all. That sounds like peace to me. That's crazy. Because like. (laughs) You want to keep existing forever? I feel like maybe that's just like my brain, but like, I okay, that's where we differ because I, it's not that I want to keep existing forever. It's just, I personally think that if there is an afterlife, I don't really, I don't think that when you die, it's like you go into heaven. I think you become a part of the collective and like in my head, I think like the collective is like, you're one with the universe. I hate that. But like that's I where you were before. Indi- now. I lose my individuality. Now I'm like part of this big thing. What if you? you so you're going to be in the collective with like Donald Trump. You're going to be in the collective with Jeffrey Dahmer in the collective, just up there in the collective, well, swirling maybe, around. Maybe they're not there. You've become one with Trump. You and him are just swirling around in and out of each other's collectiveness. No, 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 no. I take it back. Never mind. I, <laughs> See, just, I want feels, death. And then like going back and like, they're like, you go back to the earth, but the earth isn't even going to be here forever. So what happens when she's dead? Like, I just want to just like, not anything. That sounds so, oh, that sounds like <laughs> peace to me. It really just does. Just like nothing. Just not even darkness, void. Think how the year 1986 was for you. Like that. Like that. Didn't it feel kind of peaceful? Yeah. Right? I just, I feel weightless. Right? Yeah. This is how I think. Whenever, I need, can I tell you something? What? I need to Some light. Some DMT? Are we on DMT? No. I had a little DMT in my cup. <laughs> I need to light a joint, sit here, and just... Listen to you speak. Well, I mean, I, by the way, everything I'm saying could be wrong. Maybe maybe I'm going straight to hell, which is going to be If you are, save me a seat because like, I will definitely be seeing you there. So who's in heaven? Let's talk about heaven. First of all, why is it a gated community? There's a gate? To get in. Who lives next door? What's happening in purgatory that heaven needs a gate around it? Second of all, there's a list. There's just like a doorman. Does he ever get to leave? There's no way he ever the, steps away. Are chefs. Because people are constantly dying, right? So he literally never gets a break. All he does is just sit there for eternity. They say in the Bible, the books are paved in gold. There's nothing more valuable than gold in heaven. That's what you guys came up with? Gold? You had all this time to come up with anything. You were like, what's the thing you guys like down there? Gold? That. That's what's on the streets. Oh, yeah, the streets are made of the, whatever the stuff you like the most. That's what the streets are paved in. For me, the streets be paved in cum. <laughs> See, this I'd be is, like, this is my kind of neighborhood. This, and this is why you're going to hell, bitch. <laughs> but also, who's in hell? I feel like a lot of fun people are going to be in hell. Well, I, my whole thing is like when I was growing up in the Catholic Church, it was always just like, if you're a sinner, but while on your deathbed, you're really sorry for your sins, you get to go to heaven. Yeah. Like, my teacher taught me Baptist that, like, too. Hitler could go to heaven if he was okay. really sorry for his sins. And I'm like, well, if Hitler's up there. Most people on death row go to heaven because they, a lot of them repent right before, right before they get the, or the. Really? Yeah. I recently found out that death row is, like, still allowed in certain states. Yeah. 
I thought Death Row was gone. <laughs> no. No, Capital Punishment is very, very still much happening. Yeah. That's terrifying. I mean, I don't think I, I'd en- end up on Death Row. Hopefully. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I unless, I get, unless I get caught. You don't strike me as a serial killer. I don't think you have the capacity for it. I don't think I do either. No. I, re- I just want a cat. Not What's, to kill, just to have. I love cats. If TikToker was going to be a serial killer, it, it would be you, though. If I were to think of a TikToker that would be a serial killer, oh, I have a list of names. I think Trixie, could, Trixie Mattel could be a serial killer. I'm going to call her a TikToker. She's more of a YouTuber. Millennial. Oh, millennial. Um, but yeah, she could be a serial killer. If, if one drag race girl is going to be a serial killer... Um, I, I always thought it would be Katya. She's a victim. <laughs> for sure. Victim. She'll end up in someone's basement for sure. Got it. Yeah. Got it. No. Yeah. And I, don't, she, she, I don't think she has the capacity for it either. But I think there has to be like a, you have, I think part of being a serial killer, you have to be really charming to get away with it for a long time. So you don't think I could be one? You know, our sponsor today is E. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, our sp- <laughs> I'm like, okay, so like, <laughs> you're like, you have to be charming, handsome, attractive, cute, people have to approachable. Like you. People need to actually want to be around you. Have to be you. smart. <laughs> and I'm all. like, so not me. And I'm like, so you are good. Go. You are. <laughs> you in are. The you are not getting capital no, punishment. You, you babe. seem anxious. Yeah, I'd be too scared to kill someone. Yeah. I, this is my thing. I feel like in order to murder someone, you actually have to be an evil, horrible human being. So I you, just. I don't think so. I do. I feel like other, unless it's like an, unless, for example, if it's like you are driving intoxicated, which you shouldn't do. And then you, it's involuntary manslaughter. Well, I, that, I, that isn't. But I personally, I do think like. Unless you are in a situation where, like, say I've been kidnapped and I have to kill the the mother who's kidnapped me mm-hmm. and, like, a, I would do it. If it's, like, for my life and it's either kill or be killed, bitch, I will kill. But if you're just killing an innocent person. Yeah, that, that's pretty. F- that's, like, that, yeah. that's scary to me. Like, that's actually, I, even if someone's done me wrong, the last thing that would ever cross my mind is, like, oh, I want to kill them. Well, I will say there's there's I always say there's two, there's two kind of people in the world. There's people who stand on the train platform in New York City and go, I could just jump in front of this train. And then there's people who go, I could just push someone in front of this train. Which one are you? I'm the I could just jump. I could push you. I always tell my folks I could just shove any of you in front of this train. I always think to myself, I could push any one of you in front of you're just standing in front of me this are is you serious crazy. yeah i always think i could just jump i actually was talking to my friends about this and i'm it's so comforting to know i'm not the only one i would never take my own life but i cannot tell you like how many times i like think about it throughout the day no, like same. I, when I, shit I, gets too hard i'm just like why am i even f-ing here i would never kill anyone but i'm driving down the street and i see someone on the sidewalk i'm like i could just mow that person down and there's nothing stopping me right now except for the fact that i just I, I would never, I don't want to, and it would ruin my life and their life and all their loved ones' lives. But I was thinking to myself, well, I could just, I could just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I would never do that, but I, but I always think to myself, I, I could. That was God's way of being like, slow down, bitches. Slow down on the murder train. <laughs> was, that a, was that your producer texting saying, can you lighten up on the murder <laughs> that was pretty sexy. Try to steer away from the, uh, the murder, implications death. of the murder. Um, but anyway, which is goes back to my point at large, which is the idea of 
other things existing that are observing us that we can't observe them. And I, sometimes I feel that way when I'm driving down the street and someone sees me and I don't, and they, but they don't see me. Yeah. You, ever, you know, I, I was um, rehearsing uh, with Madonna for this tour that I'm going on pretty soon. And there were, there, we were in this building, but and other folks were in the building, but they didn't know Madonna was there. Yeah. And I thought to myself, these people have no clue that the queen of pop is less than 100 feet from them. How many times do you think you have been in the same building or even room as Beyonce, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, but you probably literally didn't even know it? That's actually That's insane. wild. And it's probably happened more times than you think. I mean, you're in L.A., baby. I've, Isn't that kind of wild to think about? I feel like I've seen some celebrities, but not enough for me to like... Like I've, I met Haley Kiyoko the other day. I just like oh, I I, she, I did an episode of uh, Drag Race with her. I love her. She was on Celebrity Drag Race. I actually adore her. Yeah. What what what, what was the thing with Haley? How did you see her? Um, me and my friend were driving back home from an event, and by back home, yeah, get the blanket out. When I say we were driving back home, I mean like I, my friend was dropping me off at my apartment, and as we were driving, we look outside, and I swear to God, I see Haley Kiyoko, and my friend sees Haley Kiyoko. My friend was like, is that Haley Kiyoko? And I was like, I think so. So then we did the only rational thing that any human being would do, and that was go around the block to make sure. Obviously. And then before we saw her, we like slowed down a little bit to like make sure we actually saw her, and then we rolled down our windows, and we were like, we are so sorry. We don't mean to bother you, but we love you. And then but she you was like, yeah, we did. <laughs> but, but then she looked at us and she was like, oh my God, I love you guys. Holy shit. Like that's she so knew who we were. And, oh, that's I was, amazing. and I was like, wow. So then we took a photo with her, which was really, really nice. Years ago, I was uh, walking down the street and I saw Scott Hoying from Pentatonics and Mitch Degrassi from Pentatonics or Grassi, I think it's Degrassi, Degrassi, whatever. <laughs> I saw them walking down the street and I said, oh, my God, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. I'm mm -hmm. a big fan of your work. And they said, oh, my God, we love you. And I said, you love me. This is like maybe 2012 before. I was like, you love me? They're like, we love you. And I was like, you know who I am? And they were like, you're that rapper, Leaf. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that is... Exactly, exactly who I am. And we should take a picture right now. <laughs> so they think they met Leaf on the street one day. And it wasn't. It was me. It was you. I get confused for a lot of black celebrities all the time. Miss J from Project Runaway, which is crazy because Miss J is like 65 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, I get that you were watching Miss J on TV 20 years ago, but she's. And you don't look. I, I don't look 65 because I'm not 65. Yeah, no, but you have no wrinkles. I mean, I'm 37. I'm like, like I'm not, and I and I get Botox as well. Oh, I. But also, to be fair, Miss J also doesn't have wrinkles. Like, I actually haven't seen Miss J in a long time, but Miss J, Miss J is aging beautifully, magnificently. That being said, she's about 30 years older than I am, so I'm like kind of gagged. Like, I get, I also get mistaken for um, Titus Burgess all the time. Who? Titus Burgess from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <gasps> I love, I love. Amazing. That He's show. a friend of mine too. But I get mistaken for Titus Burgess nonstop. All people, people will go come to me. I got TMZ once chased me through LAX, and and I, but I didn't realize they were talking. They were just like walking around. And they were, then they finally caught up to me, and they were like, like this guy was like, hey, was like oh my god, he's like, oh, oh, Titus, I'm a TMZ. Do you do you have anything to say? And I was like, 
As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> I am Titus Burgess. <laughs> and they just, just spew like the most hateful stuff in the world. No, I was like, I'm not Titus Burgess. And they said the same thing. I always say, are you sure? And I said, I'm sure. That's like the time I got pulled aside by TSA and got a full body pat down and my hands swapped. And this was when like COVID, like face mask on, can't mm -hmm. not wear a face mask at the airport. And they thought I was Jack Harlow because of, because of my curly hair. And they literally were like swabbing my hands for like all this residue. And this one guy was like, I love your work. <laughs> and I was like on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, thank you. And they were like, wait, can you pull on your face mask? And I did. And they were like, oh, we thought you were Jack Harlow. <laughs> they, it took them hearing my voice for them to be like, oh, that's a fag. <laughs> that's not Jack Harlow, babe. That's Spence Wall. I love you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you should have kept it going. But like, and I'm Jack Harlow and I appreciate that so much. <laughs> I really thank you for everything. No, literally like, thank you. I don't know how else I could thank you. <laughs> so guys, like, this was shocking, but Jack Harlow offered to suck my, my dick, dick at like, work today. I let him. <laughs> no. He never took his mask off. <laughs> he wouldn't take, he poked a hole through <laughs> the mask. Wait, honestly, Jack Harlow can suck a dick. <laughs> Jack, Jack Harlow reading can... it at home, like, what the <laughs> f***? Who the hell? Me, Jack Harlow can really suck. Have you ever seen Jack Harlow in real life? Yeah, I've seen his face, not like in in person. No, but like you never seen him like in in, in person. No, have you? No, nah. you know I don't. I I can't really. I outside of the song he did with Lil Nas X, Industry Baby, I cannot. If you held a gun to my head and said name a Jack Harlow song or I'm pulling the trigger, I would just say, can I call my mom before you do it? Because <laughs> like, I don't. Jack Harlow, I'm not his target audience. Didn't he do glamorous? I've been a G more of the else. No, that was no, that was the guy who was who. No, that was the guy who. What's her name's mom? Uh, mom. No, 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 no. Young Gravy. That was the Young Gravy. No, no. Was... Young, Gra Young Gravy did. Oh, the Young Gravy did the uh, the Rick the Rick Roll song. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Since we have been talking about our celebrity lookalikes, now it's time to play a fun little game called Guess That Icon. Essentially, the way that the game works is it is called Name That Icon, and we are given clues for each person we are guessing. I'm going to read off the clues, and then me and Bob are going to try to guess who the celebrity is. Oh, so we're, we're playing, it's not competitive. No, oh, we're doing okay. this together. That's fine, that's fine. Person number one. She was once an American Airlines flight attendant. Okay. She was born in San Diego, and her first job was working at our mom's MJ's clothing store. MJ's like Michael Jackson. Her mom's name's MJ. Oh, got it. She is mom to six kids, five daughters, and one son. And she trademarked the term "momager." Wait, I should oh, so know it's, this. Oh, um, Chris Jenner, and it's just Chris Jenner. Oh, Chris Jenner, yeah. She worked at a clothing store. Yeah, MJ's. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you not just hear the clues? <laughs> you know. um... I mean, it was, it was obviously it was it was the last clue. I want to get it before the last clue, though. Okay. I want to get it like she was a uh, like, Chris Jenner. I want you to be like she, and I'm gonna go Chris Jenner. Okay. That's what I that's I want to be able to have that level. Then why don't I just do one at a time? Okay, here we go. Person number two. When she was a kid, this singer won 35 local talent competitions in a row. This sounds like Britney Spears. This sounds like Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce. work. That was my next guess. That was my next guess. Did you want to hear the rest of the clues or no? Yeah, let me hear them. 
The other clues were she grew up performing to customers at her mother's hair salon. Uh, that's what I would have got it, yeah. She was originally asked to play the lead role in A Star is Born, but had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts. Really? She performed at both of President Obama's inaugurations. I would definitely got it by then. She adopted the alter ego Sasha Fierce to overcome stage fright. That's, that's just naming her this morning. Yeah, that's naming her. Her name rhymes with Shmimanse Bowles Jarter. <laughs> <laughs> Person number three, she once had a job as a go-go dancer on the Lower East Side. This sounds like Lady Gaga. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Did you want to hear the rest of them or no? Yes, of course. She is the godmother of Elton John's two sons. Mm -hmm. She is the first woman to win an Oscar, a Grammy, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe all in the same year. That's what would have sold it away to me. Can you read that again? She is the first woman to win an Oscar, a Grammy, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe all in the same year. So I'm not saying it's not impressive because it is very impressive. But the fandoms will, like, take such specific things and be like, she's the first person to ever win an Oscar and then literally, like, eat at Waffle House the next day. Like, they will take—it's so, it's so specific. <laughs> it's They make it so specific. That it's, like, impossible for anyone else to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And when she was in college, someone created a Facebook group called Stefani Germanata. You will never be—Stephanie Germanata? Not Stefani. Oh, I don't know. Her name's Stephanie. Stephanie. I didn't. Okay. Germanata. Stephanie and Germanata. You will never be famous. Oh, they feel stupid now. <laughs> they feel real fucking stupid, huh? You know, probably. probably. Imagine. Okay, number four. This woman signed her first record deal at age sixteen. I'm gonna say Dolly Parton. No. She has a cameo in the movie Bring It On, All or Nothing. Freeze. Bring it on. This is not the first one, then. Bring it on is the second one. Okay, keep going. A cameo. Keep going. One of her most successful songs topped the charts for 10 weeks in a row. What? Is this Solange? Is it Mariah Carey? And then she received military training in her home country of Barbados, Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Rob, Robin Rihanna Fenty is her actual name. <laughs> you said correction, bitch. <laughs> Wait, she she was in the military. She had military training in our home country. Yeah, like what I said was so like I didn't actually. Misspeak. So you you know her full name. I know the facts. <laughs> Did you know that like pretty much everyone in Israel goes to the, is in the military. Like anyone you know from Israel who is like uh, twenty five can dismantle a an assault rifle because they all learn in the military. I did not know that. No. Everyone has to go and uh, same in um in. I, this might not be true, but I believe the same as in South Korea. Like everyone in South Korea goes to the military. Did you not hear that? Um, B, like not, not BTS. What, what are the, BTS? The guys. Those, those are the guys. Mm -hmm. They have they quit because they they took they take like a five year break to go to the military. Wait, it's just the men. Oh, it's just the men. Because in, in Israel it's everyone, but in in Korea is we, we 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 just got word. It's just the men. It's just the men. But Rihanna was a cadet. Oh. Military. Rihanna was a cadet. That sounds gay. The cadet sounds like you're in like like you're like you're in the band. <laughs> like, like you're was, in band. Like it was like she's a cadet. Like it sounds like a, like a like a dance troupe. We're the cadets. <gasps> I would be in a dance troupe called the Cadets. Do you play any instruments? No. Can you sing? Maybe. Okay. Ooh, album coming Subjective. this summer. Album coming next summer. Now that we're on the topic of sing, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cue in an ad for my favorite song, Spensoir. Written and sung by Spencer. 
I remember there's a video of you be like, my name's not Spinswab, and I even adopted it. Yeah, like my name. Well, people, because it was so strange because people found out that my name, like my real name was Spencer Hunt. And everyone was like, I thought your name was like Spencer Waugh. And I was like, my real name's Spencer Hunt. And people were like, what? Well, I think people now kind of you like you go by your like going by your screen name is kind of a thing. Now I think it's how like Lakele Forty Seven became like Lakele Forty Seven. Same with like Takashi and all these people were like, oh, we just go by our screen names now. Our screen names, yeah. It's kind of giving. Do you want to? Here's a good question. How did you come with the name Bob the Drag Queen? You know, it's actually not an interesting story. What happened was my name used to be Kid with a Whip, which is an old and Margaret movie, and then everyone used to keep mispronouncing it. I get called Kitty Kate. All these names. And then I was like, I'm just going to make this thing really simple. And I chose Bob because I think it's a funny name. And then my friend said, do not do that. You cannot be, you cannot be successful named Bob the Drag Queen. And I was like, watch me. And don't they sound, someone made a Facebook group called Bob the Drag Queen will never be, be famous. famous. And look at you now, And you know stupid. what? I, I, have an, I, still, I still have time to be famous. <laughs> I still have time. So you're, you're still not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, guys. Just, uh, I, see, I see the group chats gaining some members. So <laughs> let's uh, settle down real quick. Okay. <laughs> this is the next person. Person number five. When she was 12, this woman was a backup dancer for Selena Gomez in a Sears commercial. For Selena Gomez? backup dancer well she must be young because selena gomez is like what 29 30 so she has to be pretty young is it zendaya zendaya the only reason i could think about that is because zendaya was in shake it up zendaya i was at a party with zendaya once and there was this big like zendaya's former stylist law roach was there and was like do you want to go meet me it was an hbo emmy party yeah and he was like do you want to go meet zendaya and i was like by the way, this is no shade today. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm good because there was like this big group of people like surrounding this woman. Yeah. And they were all like huge fans. I like watched all of her stuff. And I was like, I'm familiar with some of her stuff, but like I don't watch Euphoria. And I feel like there's someone who would want to meet her who is like really familiar with her stuff and would really like benefit. And I and, and I, I wouldn't know what I was. I, I would get there and be like, hey, how are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then she doesn't know who I am. So like, what, how do you know that? I don't know that. You're right. I don't know that. But but like, I, I'm like, I don't I don't know what we would say. So I was like, I'm gonna let her have a good night. I'm gonna yeah. let her because she was she was stuck. I mean, this woman could not move. There were so many people lined up to meet her. Was Timothy there? Timothy, who's Timothy? Chalamet. Oh, Chalamet. He's the one from um from um the Peach the Peach movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's Willy Wonka now. You hear about this? Oh, I heard about it. <laughs> oh. Is is, is is that your type? Um. Guys who look like if I picked them up and just twisted their arm a little bit, a bone would break. Yeah. Oh yeah, Timothy, uh, Timothy Shaw looks like if a strong wind came through, he'd end up in, in, <laughs> in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. He'd just be picked up and taken he'd to be like a kite. Yeah, taken to Santa Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for the last person? Yes. This celebrity won a famous reality competition series. Wait, that's okay. That that is not. That really is not narrowed down. Co-hosts a podcast okay, with a former right. co-star. Oh, all right. Okay, I know who that is. They were born and raised in Georgia. Georgia, yeah. What's the next fact about them? They played Belize. In the, Angels in America, the Berkeley Repertory Theater. Yes. And they were the recipient of two GLAAD Glad Awards and a Peabody. Actually, four GLAAD Awards and a Peabody. Get that shit right, weird ass. <laughs> Piss me the f*** off. Well, I don't know who it is. It must not be me. Amanda. 
Because she received four Four. awards and a Peabody. Amanda, you just want to make me look f***ing stupid, huh? And a Streamy and a Webby and a Television Academy Honors Award, honey. Yeah, but Amanda. the only thing I got wrong is she's not a celebrity. That's Papa Dragway. <laughs> <laughs> you said so actually, yeah, everything. You know you're like a fag. I'm like a celebrity. No, I feel like I would I would like rank you celebrity. You know, we've had the conversation. I guess I am technically a celebrity, but we've we've we have brought you know what it is? We've brought in the definition of celebrity and now we get to pick our own celebrities. Now people get to now people get to pick who they want to be famous as opposed to being presented with someone and being told this, this person, is, person is, famous. is famous. And now we get to make people famous. See, this is because you're famous too. You're a celebrity. A lot of people know you. You have a lot of TikTok followers. You have more followers than a lot of celebrities. How many do you have on, on TikTok? Don't um, act like you don't. Don't act like. I just said 15. I don't see. I don't 15 check. million. And yeah. let's see how many. You have 15 million TikTok followers. Let's compare that. Two, I'm going to name a celebrity and you tell me if you have more or less TikTok followers. That's the game we're going to play. Do you have more or less TikTok followers than Beyonce? You have more or do you have less? Less. You have 10 million more than Beyonce. Beyonce has 4.9 million TikTok followers. We need to change that. Whoopi Goldberg, do you have more or do you have less? I think more. More. Whoopi Goldberg has 151 thousand tiktok followers lady gaga do you have more do you have less less way more lady gaga has nine million tiktok followers you have six million more than she does we need to fix that kim kardashian do you have less or do you have more less kim kardashian you have more she has 8.7 million tiktok followers you have okay. Let's go. Um, um, let's do a few more. Th- this is a fun game. Is this is this is this helping your ego at all? <laughs> Bob is hosting. Yeah. Is this creating an ego for you? Oprah Winfrey, less or more? I think more. Significantly, Oprah is barely cracking two fifty thousand. <laughs> Lame bitch. I'm oh my that god. Was a bit. Oprah, if you're watching, that was AI. <laughs> that was not me. That was AI. Um. All right, now you name a celebrity, and I'll see if you have more or less. Doja Cat, do you have more or less than Doja Cat? Well, probably more now. Do, no, Doja Cat is crushing you, actually. Oh. By about 11 million. Okay, yeah. Do you want to look at the camera and apologize to Doja Cat? Doja Cat. Um, I mean, she doesn't care anyway. Yeah, not that <laughs> not that you care, and I would call you a fan, but I wouldn't want you to spit on my face and call me an ugly bitch. <laughs> so, um, Doja, I'm sorry. Um, uh, not that you care at all. Who's your doppelganger? Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, more or less? Less. Jack Harlow, damn, 5.4 million. Jack Harlow wishes. Now who's the industry baby? Jack Harlow? Me! More like whack Harlow. So I hate him. I love him. (laughs) If Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow, give me a chance. Give me a chance, Jack Harlow. That's how I feel. Timothy Chalamet is not on TikTok. No. He's a bitch, but my bitch. Do you, Timothy, if you're watching, can you just be cool? Timothy, if you're watching, can you just like be gay for a year and like you can top me all you want and I will like be a good submissive bottom and like you can do whatever you want to me as long as you promise that afterwards like we'll be like this. Does Timothy give top vibes to you? Timothy gives verse. Like re- like uh, uh, reluctant verse. 
Yeah. I'll do it. I'll top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll top you because my cock is so huge. I mean, I don't usually say cock, but I just feel like Timothy Chalamet would. I feel like you would too. Like my cock. You're like, suck, suck my cock. Spencer, unfortunately, it's time. Well, you know oh. what? I'll leave. I don't See, need... this is my problem. Uh, listen, I barely need any invitation to leave. Thank you so much for having me. No, that wasn't me. That was Bec Amanda. No, it was you because when I came to spend time with another podcaster here, she gave me all. She didn't rush me. She was kind to me. I didn't even rush. It was Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, what the hell is wrong with you? Amanda, this is why I have a bad rap. You're the Doja of, Cat of TikTok. I'm the Doja Cat of TikTok because of you, Amanda. You give me a bad rap. Well, because you deserve one. You're literally kicking my my friends, my co-hosts off the show. We don't run on my time. We run on their time. Thank Understood? You. And that being said, I actually do have to go. <laughs> and that being said, I have a heart out. I have a heart out at five minutes ago. So we got to wrap, wrap this up. Before we end things, did you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Any upcoming oh, projects? Yeah. Of course, go to BobTheDragQueen.com. I'm going on tour with Madonna. You can catch me at the Celebration Tour. Um, and also my uh, stand-up comedy special, Woke Man in a Dress, is available on my Patreon. Um, and of course, I still have uh, Suspiciously Large Woman available on Amazon Prime. And Baba Drag Queen Live at Caroline's is available on iTunes. Also, uh, your ads for all social media. Bob Bob Drag Queen. Queen, yeah. Yep, Bob Drag Queen. Well, everybody, if you don't know mine, it's Spenswa everywhere except on Snapchat because some bitch stole my username. So it's Spence Moi with an M in the middle on Snapchat. And we oh, know it was you, Timmy Cachalami. Yeah, know we know it was you. Timmy, like, this is what I'm saying. Give me some of that top because I gave you my username. Um, anyway, That's right. Well, thank you. But sucks for you, Timmy, because you might have stolen my username, but I'm still verified on Snap, so... Bitch. Um, <laughs> is that is that do you point the middle finger down now? Um. Anyways, so if you didn't know, this podcast and every new episode of this podcast comes out every Thursday on all audio streaming platforms. But if you want to see this happening live and in person with me and Bob, go to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel and subscribe, like, and comment. Also, comment anybody you'd want to see me have on my podcast next. And if you like the merch that I have here, uh, for example, the mugs, this cute little blanket, we have pajamas, crew necks, hoodies. Go to the yeah, link down is. below. That and is the whole episode. Yeah. Look right there. Yeah. And it was so easy. I just did it. It, was, it took a, like a second. It took like five seconds, right? Yeah. In, the, in the amount of time I'm asking you to go and like and comment, you did that. Yeah. What, what do I, I want to comment on you and um, Gabriel's video. Um, hey, Spence. See? See how easy that is? Who is this loser you are interview? I don't even know who this guy is. But okay, I'm no, that's perfect. Interviewing question mark send send. Wait, who was it? Dom? Oh. More like dumb Gabriel. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, if you want any merch, <laughs> click the description down below. I love all of you. If you don't love me, you won't do it, but I love all of you so much, so please do it. Anyways, it's been an amazing episode. If Doja Cat won't love you, Spitz will. <laughs> if Doja Cat won't love you, I will. I love you all so much. Until next time. Mwah. Hey, it's Spencois, and I'm back again because I literally can't stop talking about how much I love the EOS Sunset Sips Collection. Their 24-hour hydrating lip butters come in three mouth-watering flavors, Wild Cherry Slushy, Pink Lemonade, and Island Coconut. Think about that for a second. 
The flavors of fresh squeezed lemonade and muddled strawberries or creamy coconut colada drizzled with caramel all over your lips. When I put on EOS Lip Butter and close my eyes, I'm instantly transported to a tropical island resort, laying out by the pool with a cold drink in my hand while people stop and stare at my refreshed, hydrated glow. And the best part is, EOS Sunset Sips Butters are dermatested, gluten and paraben-free, and designed for sensitive skin, so you can reapply all day long for 24-hour moisture and hydration. Pick up your favorite flavor combos at Walmart, Target, Amazon, Ulta, or at evolutionofsmooth.com. Treat yourself. You deserve it.